You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know. The driveway basketball hoop, including the base, weighs around 400 pounds. Something you probably do know. There's a windstorm coming. Something you probably don't know. A basketball hoop tipping over can poke a hole in a car roof like a can opener. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Derek Jeter! This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Welcome to a Friday edition of the Yanks Go Yard Podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib alongside Thomas Carinante, the Yankees. Take two out of three from the Houston Astros in the Bronx. That's the good. The bad, people are going to remember that Jose Altuve home run, and Houston fans are going to chirp you about it. But two out of three is a series win. Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Drop us a five-star review along with a mailbag question. If you'd like to, we're more than happy to answer them. Remaining questions after this series. Are the Yankees back? Kind of feels like the Yankees are kind of back. What's the bigger problem losing the finale to the Astros or potentially losing Gio Urshela and Rugnet Odor for a while? I think that answer is quite obvious. Thomas Carinante, once again, the New York Yankees win a series. It was great against a really good team, but then somehow they botched the final game so spectacularly that it leaves people angry anyway. Why do we keep doing this? Yeah, I don't know. You blow a Garrett Cole start. He goes seven, five hits, no walks again. Guys, nails, only four strikeouts, two earned. He did what he had to do. Um, great start. The Yankees bats also did what they had to do against Lance McCullers. Like how many runs are the Yankees going to be able to keep scoring against the, the Astros of one of the best rotations in the league. Uh, but you know what? We could, we could look at this negatively. I'm not going to do it because I don't want to do it. I want to feel good. We won the first two games of the series. We won the series. Every idiot on Twitter. Who's every Astros idiot on Twitter. Who's being like, Oh, that's how you shut them up. Jose. Yeah, you avoid the sweep. So look, won the first two games and battled until the final inning of the third game to avoid the sweep. So the Astros had to scratch, claw, battle physically, battle mentally, just in order to avoid humiliation. In my opinion, that's a win. Uh, We all would have liked to see the Yankees actually get the win on paper. But anytime you could beat down the Astros a peg, whether it's mentally or physically, which is what they did in this series, especially in the last game, 
I'm taking that as a win. And the fundamentals came back today. Glaber Torres base running. Love it. So I- I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm totally in a good headspace. You're not wrong. I'm in a bad headspace, but I shouldn't be. But oh, oh, hold on. I breaking news. This is crazy. What? There's breaking news. I can't oh, believe God. there's always breaking news during these podcasts. This has happened. This important PSA is brought to you by manscaped.com. This is not a public service announcement. <laughs> this is a pubic service announcement. I checked that twice, not a typo. And the news you've all been waiting for, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. However, <laughs> I don't know why that works for a trimmer too. Now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. We're one of the first people to advertise it. We're blown away. Ceramic blade, skin safe technology. So good. It almost seems as if Manscaped worked with Elon Musk's engineers to ensure your testes are as safe as possible. I'm not sure what that means. Send send your testes to Mars. I'm going to shrug on past the Elon Musk thing, although he is hilariously hosting Saturday Night Live uh, tomorrow. Enjoy that. Uh, The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 4,000K LED spotlight. You can turn it on and off to get more precise. Customize your trim with additional guard length sizes one through four. If you're interested, join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com. That's an exclusive offer just for you, sir or ma'am. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code fansided20 at manscaped.com. Let's talk positives. And I think you're right. There are more positives than negatives. Don't let yourself get twisted by this loss. The Yankees were, yes, up 3-2 in the eighth inning of this game. Chad Green came in, immediately looked bad. It felt like they were, yeah, you can feel when they're going to blow a game. He came in, walked Kyle Tucker to start the inning, and was like, oh, Chad Green sucks today. That's not great. Um, Felt like a miracle if they were going to get out of it. Not only did they not get out of it, Altuve homered. We all know what happened. Glaber Torres stole a run. Justin Wilson came in. He's not good. Yankees won the second game of the series after capturing the first. That's how you win a series, my friends. Don't let Astros fans twist the narrative around. In the third game, they're now acting like these games are important. When the Yankees won the first two, it was like, you're bragging about a win in May? Actually, unbelievable. And then the Astros won the third one. And it was like, revenge, vengeance, LFT, let's go, let's freaking go. It's okay. You can't say that the first two games don't matter. And then the third one does. There was somebody responded uh, to me saying like, yeah, of course they matter. Like the games matter in the standings. And then I looked at his most recent tweet and he's an Astros fan. And it was like, FYI, the Yankees don't get bonus points for winning a series. Like, yeah, they do. They get an extra game in the standings. What are you, what are you talking about, you idiot? Uh, so Astros fans are on one. Let's let them dance right now. You know, if, if you don't get to celebrate two wins in May, they don't get to celebrate one win in May. That's how it works. Um, but the the takeaway to me here, obviously, Giancarlo Stanton, uh, terrifying, a terrifying individual who homered again off Lance McCullers in this game. Lance McCullers is good. Said he wasn't scared by the Yankee Stadium crowd. Still gave up three runs and four innings of play. Not great. But then eventually went two more shutout innings. Uh, Stan is a madman. Don't expect this from him forever. Obviously, that's not how baseball works. People get cold. But you've probably never seen a hot strike, hot streak like this before from Stan. And that's not an indictment of Stan's talent. That's just saying like nobody you can't get hotter than this so it's not like it's not like we've never seen it before we'll never see it again it's like you just people don't do this so enjoy it while it's here and then the other thing about the astros really stood out obviously you know they're the offense is good and no one's doubting that and the astros have basically gotten off to the same start as the yankees though in reverse the yankees heated up against some bad teams the astros heated up at the start of the year went out to a seven and one record i think they beat up oakland which was crazy and then backslid and we now basically have the same record um the offense is what it always was, but they didn't feel quite as unkillable in this series, did they? It felt like we got out of jams more often than we we might have in previous years. Um, both of the first two games, though, were tight. Yankees blew a lot of opportunities in the second one. 
repeatedly over and over again, the kind of loss that usually frustrates you, except not this time, because in the eighth inning, they just kept taking it and taking it and holding serve. And then they punched back and scored three runs, including a two out go the other way inside out single from Giancarlo Stan and knocking the extra sixth run, which was incredible. What a job of hitting for anybody who doubted his swing. He can sort of do everything. And you know, there, there's nothing this guy can't do And the Astros for me have a bullpen you can get to. Now we've seen teams like the 2018 Red Sox and many teams in past years have that kind of porous bullpen that the 2019 Nationals really stand out. They won the World Series with a bullpen that propelled them to a 19 and 31 record to start off that season because when it got to the postseason, they started using Patrick Corbin to get outs and the Red Sox used Chris Sale in the bullpen and all that weird stuff. Teams with bad bullpens can eventually figure out a solution to that bad bullpen. And I'm sure the Astros will have guys like Christian Javier and Luis Garcia eating up bullpen innings in the playoffs. I I get that. But for now, they have as gettable a bullpen as you'll ever see an elite offense have. I I felt watching yesterday and today, honestly, the loss. If Justin Wilson doesn't give it that home run, Ryan Presley is trying to go two innings to end this game. That's the best they've got. We don't even have an eighth inning guy. We're going to go our closer two innings because we need this so badly. Nothing impressed me less than the bullpen. It was just nobody was pinpoint. Nobody was trustworthy. And the Yankees really could have gotten him three times. Yeah, I, this is what I said uh, after Tuesday's victory. I like the I like the if it comes down to this in the in the postseason, that's huge because you need I, I, you need everything good in the post. You know, every time you look at a postseason series and there's a loss, you could chalk it up to something. Oh, you know, they didn't have that good of a uh, power hitting lineup. The starting rotation wasn't deep enough, blah, blah, blah. But bullpen is really, really important because if you have a starter that gets knocked out around a little bit early, look, you're in a seven game series, you're in a five game series. All your starters are not going to be going six, seven innings. It's just not how life works. Unfortunately, hate to break the news to you, but um, the Yankees are well-equipped with their bullpen arms to survive in the event. Something like that happens, or, you know, someone's pitch count gets run up. um, And uh, the Astros don't have anybody in the bullpen that, that, that scares me. Uh, We have a lot of people in the bullpen and we still have people coming back that will scare you. Uh, So if they can stay healthy, if they can keep producing, if guys like Loisga and Sessa can continue on their trajectory of delivering in higher leverage innings. I know Sessa hasn't exactly gotten super high leverage innings, but he's also not pitching in slop time necessarily anymore. So that's a good, uh, good sign for him. Um, and I like it. I like the way it's potentially lining up if it were to come down to a playoff series, because we can expect this to, to possibly be a matchup down the road. Uh, one other shout out that we, uh, probably have to talk about, uh, and acknowledge is Aaron Hicks, man, Aaron Hicks, terrible start to the year. God awful. Everybody was riding him. They were upset with his production from the left side of the plate. He was clearly hitting better righty. He did hit some righty in the series, but he also did hit a bunch of lefty, uh, last two games. Uh, he had what two hits uh, on uh, Wednesday night. Uh, he was two for four with a run scored and an RBI. The one RBI was go ahead RBI uh, in the eighth inning. And I look back, I think, uh, I think uh, Brian Hoke posted it. It was the first go ahead RBI Hicks has had in the eighth inning or later since July of 2019. Uh, so good for him to get kind of that off his back. Um, and then on Thursday, three for three, a run scored, an RBI and a walk. He got on base every single time he came yeah. to the plate. So I uh, hope this is a start. I know he, he did he tweak his – do we have an update on that? He he ran to first on that single when Glaber Torres managed to uh, beat the shift and run from first to home because no one was covering any base. Um, 
But yeah, is, there any up, is there any update on his knee? Let's see. Aaron Hicks knee. I'm um, not seeing anything. Yeah, but, but he yeah. looked like he tweaked it jogging over to first. Hopefully he's OK. Uh, exactly what the guy needed. Uh, he, he was really not in a good place. Um, you could tell on so many levels, very uncomfortable in the box, especially on the left side. Uh, seems like his timing's coming uh, together a little bit from the left side, which is which is really good news because, you know, the reason he's batting lefty, folks, is because the Yankees need lefty at bats, which really we don't important. have a lot of net right now. So, yeah, you could say we need Aaron Hicks batting righty. But guess what? Then you're talking about a lineup imbalance and then you're complaining when uh, there's there's no diversity uh, when you're facing right handed pitching. So um, just just happy for Hicks uh, that he was able to get that off his back. I know today. Uh, he has this great game and it ends up not really translating. Uh, not really. It did not translate into a win, but guess what? Yankees had a lot of problems today. Urshel left the game early. Mike Ford started in this lineup. Um, and it just, it didn't have the, it didn't have the feel once we started getting down to uh, down to the wire that they were going to win this. Like you said, once the, once that walk to Kyle Tucker hit, you just, it didn't feel right. Um, but still, you know, a lot of positive to take out of this. If there's any negative to take out of this, we want to examine one more negative. Aaron Judge, man. Imagine if Aaron Judge is hitting in the last two games of this series. We, that yeah. could also be a bright side. If he's putting any bat on the ball, he was 0 for 9 with seven strikeouts in his last nine at-bats of this series. If he's doing anything in between, like a single, a double, I don't, I'm not, don't, not even asking for a home run. If he gets a hit in one of those in one of those tight situations, this series looks a lot worse for the Astros. So just think about it that way, guys. Yeah, I don't know what, what that was. And apparently him Weird. and Stanton, I get, I mean, him and Stanton went off against the Tigers. So we know they are physically able to hit well together at the same yeah. time. But yeah, this series, you know, it's hard to say you could have used Judge considering they did win the first two and, you know, rallied successfully and they were both great games. But yeah, yeah, obviously could have used Judge today. Just and also just not striking out seven consecutive times. That's a that's a dishonor that you don't want on your ledger. Yeah, I don't know. Houston Astros fans are are confusing me. They continue to chirp me about how like you know they're they're they seem over the moon with winning one game in a three game series, and they are uh, they're they're a bunch of little carabases, and they have been for uh, two or three years now. And I uh, I don't really know what happens to people's brains where like. If something bad happens, there are some people and like, God bless these people who are able to live on Earth. And when something bad happens to them, they just they don't mention it slides off. them like Teflon doesn't matter. Never heard of it. Never happened. And then the second something good happens, it's like you are an idiot forever thinking something bad happened to us in the past. Let's go. Who cares? I didn't live the past 48 hours. I was in a coma. Let's go. Like, I don't know how you can live like that. And like, it must be amazing because. You know, you never go through struggles. You, you know, your team loses two out of three games in a series, which, you know, will push you back in the standings. You want to win games. And then you win that third one and you're like, one out of one games. Let's go. LFG. Everyone who isn't me is stupid. Uh, so, I mean, enjoy it. Enjoy it. It's crazy. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Watching that, watching today's game, just you get to that point, three, two in the eighth. And you know what I hate is when I see somebody tweet that they're feeling bad vibes. And then I'm like, wait, I'm feeling bad vibes. Like, uh-oh, I I think the bad vibes are real. Like, I was feeling them too, and then someone else said that. Uh-oh, that can't be good. And then obviously they blow a game, and it's like, we were right, but oh, I shouldn't have looked at that person's tweet that said bad vibes. God damn it. Like, that's kind of, that's sort of what I was dealing with at the end of that game. 
you just wanted to be anybody but Altuve. But once again, yeah. we we will laugh this off. It's it is May six, and the Yankees did win two games in a row and five overall before losing this finale to the Astros. Um, the injuries are really going to be the impactful thing that comes out of this series. Who do we see on Friday? I, I don't know. Derek Dietrich, do you show up? Maybe because it feels like Gio Urshela, you know, whether his knee injury is major or not, he is getting an MRI on it. Shout out to uh, trading Mike Talkman because the Yankees have too many outfielders. <laughs> For the second time in like a week, they almost lost someone in an emergency setting. They had to play Tyler Wade in the outfield last week. And today, Tyler Wade was already in the goddamn game. So they would have had to play Gary Sanchez in center field. That's what we would have dealt with if Aaron Hicks got hurt. Um, I don't understand. I didn't understand it when people said it was a redundant outfield picture. I don't know how having two backup outfielders is too many. Uh, you're you're going to need them, especially since Stanton uh, can't play the outfield. So I liked having my dog on this team. I don't know about you, but almost came into play again this weekend. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more discussions about the Astros series and looking ahead. Stick around. Welcome back to the Yanks Go Yard podcast. So let's give some props to the pitchers who did get us through this series. Bob Nightingale posted something about the Yankees ERA being exceptional and their best team ERA since like 1991. And uh, yeah, we, we assumed that that would go down the tubes um, because Bob Nightingale curses everything. But Montgomery was good, good enough, similar to the Domingo Herman start. Cole's start was weird, only struck out two. Um, and then, you know, didn't strike out anybody until his last inning of work and struck out the last two batters he faced. Good starting pitching still throughout this series. And you want to give props to Montgomery specifically. I can get down with that. Yeah, I uh, look, I also want to give props to Aaron Boone here because I fully thought Montgomery was going to get yanked um, after that fourth inning. And I was sitting there just going to be like, great. So now six innings out of the bullpen and they're going to get a ton. of The Astros are going to get a ton of different looks. And this is just going to be completely not what we need right now. Let's Monty stay in for two more innings, runs his pitch count up to 82. I know he gave up eight hits, but it ended up being a quality start. Six innings, three earned. He struck out four, but he got the job done, and that's all you really want. You want to you test these guys, especially you know anybody outside of Garrett Cole and Corey Kluber. Those guys know how to pitch in high-leverage, tense, playoff atmosphere situations. Um, I know Montgomery has some experience with that last year, but he still needs more. This, this, it's a long road to a championship, and you need to understand that you kind, of, you need to be tested more often than not during the regular season when you're facing these high, uh, these the, the top competitors like the Houston Astros. This is a tense series. It's tense all around. It's tense with the fans going crazy. I know there's only ten thousand people in the stands, but you hear what they're saying on the broadcast. People are screaming. It's loud. You, you that's what we need to get reacclimated to after what 2020 did to the world. So. Uh, props to Aaron Boone for leaving him in props to Jordan Montgomery, another gutsy start. This is a very good lineup. Um, and guess what? He got out of the rain in those first two innings. He's a stupid umpires. Once again, just couldn't, they couldn't delay the game a half hour. They had what to let every, that? what on know. earth was that? Reminds me of the fucking Cleveland wildcard game when Tanaka got, had the, almost had his pants blown off by the wind because they couldn't One just inning wait. And then, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. now it's bad. Now yeah. it's actually pretty wet. We're, we're sorry. Just complete, complete idiocy. Uh, but he got through it, um, which is, it's good for a pitcher because you know, your grips off there, your, your, uh, your uh, feet on the mound coming down off the hill probably isn't all that comfortable, but he managed to do it. Got you love it. And uh, Wandy Peralta, dude, uh, I guess. Yeah, I fine. guess I'm, I guess I'm <laughs> eating. my. Hey, look, he didn't shit the bed, so I'm not saying he's he not Justin pretty, Wilson. He's not, exactly. So look at it that way. He's he he came in, uh, you know, his first appearance was against the Tigers in the blowout win. he got that inning under his belt. And then he came in in the first game of the series uh, in the seven to three victory. Um, Toss one inning of work, 
uh, gave up a hit, struck out a batter. And then he comes in yesterday to get a big out uh, on uh, Wednesday to get the big out, struck out the batter. I'll take it. I mean, totally fine. Uh, he does have stuff, though, which is nice to see. I know uh, at least I was on the Yankees case for I was on the Yankees case for trading Talkman when his value was was pretty much dog shit. Uh, they could have traded him at the in the offseason of 2019 and gotten a much better reliever. Instead, they settle for Peralta, whatever. Like, I think Talkman's a good bench piece. I would much rather prefer him on this team. But I do understand how people were saying, oh, he's got he's got a fastball that lives a little. and He's got a slider that certainly moves. So I do see it. Um, I don't have confidence in the Yankees to further unlock that and improve his accuracy and, and all that stuff. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. They apparently it, Matt Blake is responsible for this uptick in change ups on the pitching staff that has kind of changed the complexion of everything. Um, Garrett Cole has been throwing it more, uh, which he, and he's he's looked virtually unhittable. Um, so maybe they figure something out. I'm not sure. And uh, once again, Johnny Luizaga. Uh, he just looks good every time he goes out there and his, his ERA dipped below uh, one point nine eight now. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, not Justin Wilson, though, seven point zero four ERA. Uh, what are we going to do about that? I, I, I just don't understand what what's what's going to well, he might need time. I know the, the mob is going to come for him. The the, the woke right, mob, rightfully so. Though. Come mob on, mob, mob, do your words. Uh, he might need more. I, his spring training was delayed. Uh, from him coming over from Texas during the weather crisis. And then he suffered the shoulder injury in spring training, which delayed him even further. Then he comes back and look, I'm not one to make excuses for people, but he hasn't exactly had the easiest run of it. I know he looked, it's funny enough because he looked bad against the Tigers, but he's had to face the Rays twice, the Blue Jays twice, uh, the, uh, the Braves once, the Orioles, and now the Astros. So not exact, and he got the job done. Like in, he, he didn't make it easy in in all of them, but he he managed to get out unscathed. But the Tigers, the the Tigers game was not great when he kind of <laughs> let them back into it, and then today was just bad. Throws a meatball over the plate, Maldonado just Maldonado can't oh, do can't do it. But uh, let's let's give him some more time. We got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of good stuff going on in Yankee Land right now, so we don't have to put everybody in the crosshairs, I guess. I feel fine. It's just he's clearly probably still injured. I don't yeah. think that's, you know, I mean, because the, the injury wasn't real. It was just like shoulder inflammation, lack of readiness. And like, if you came to me in three weeks and were like, guess what? Justin Wilson's arm still doesn't feel good. I'd be like, yeah, no shit. He's bad almost every time he appears in a game. Um, so if, if he needs more time, that's fine. Once again, it is May 6th. You know, it is. But. You can't be giving up that meatball to Martin Maldonado. And it is funny that the Yankees saved money by getting rid of Adam Adovino, who's been bad in Boston, to add someone named Justin Wilson, who's also been bad and not trustworthy here. So it's just a bunch of not that trustworthy relievers going on and off the books of different people's ledgers. Like, hard to really make sense of it at this point. It kind of feels like just a bunch of lateral moves for everybody. Um yeah, I don't know. I feel good overall. I'm trying not to feel bad, but obviously every time I open my mouth, start speaking gibberish about how I'm angry again. I just think it's people are going to let Jose Altuve have this revenge home run, yeah. and you don't get to have revenge on people who are getting angry at you because you didn't get punished for a thing you did. That's not revenge. Revenge against what? Revenge against getting booed for your own actions. So like Astros fans can enjoy it, but there was a random media member who was like, 
Uh, people are getting on Altuve's case. You think a 27-year-old Altuve is going to stop a cheating scandal in his own backyard? Disagree. He's going to live on his laurels for the rest of his career, and there was nothing he could do about it. Who cares if there was something he could do about it or not? He benefited whether he got the bangs or didn't get the bangs. Pitchers were obviously unnerved by other hitters knowing what was coming. That benefited Jose Altuve. Other batters got on base and in scoring position because they knew what was coming. That benefited Jose Altuve. Other batters knew it was coming with Altuve on base and knocked him in. That benefited him too. Winning also benefited Jose Altuve. So none of that makes any sense. I do not care about who did or did not benefit the most from the trash can bangs. And I do not care if you want to call Yankee fans whiny. You can call them whiny. You can say living in the past. And honestly, if they lost the first game, the booing would have felt pretty pathetic. And I yeah. would have I would have joined everyone and been like, yeah, they are living in the past. It is time to get out from under 2017. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If you do win two out of three games in that series after the opening salvos levied against Altuve and all those guys, you got the upper hand now. You do have it. You, you have it right now. Now you have to win in the postseason and not on May 4th. But the Yankees had to win this series to make a statement. I enter the series thinking they wouldn't because when is the last time they've made a positive statement? Uh, not against the Rays, not against the 2018 Red Sox, not even against the Blue Jays earlier this year, not against the Blue Jays in Buffalo last year. It's been a while since they've entered a series going, we got to pull something together and smack the other team in the mouth because they don't think we can and we have to show them we can. When's the last time they did that before this series? Like three years ago. So this was a huge series. They made the statement they had to make and I'm not going to listen to anybody in the aftermath being like, pretty good birthday party for Jose Altuve. Yeah, really, really hanging that hat on the uh, coat rack that says we won one game out of three games and that's apparently good now. Yeah, look, maybe he didn't participate as much. Of course, he wasn't going to be the one to bring down the entire operation, but he was an accomplice, dude. Does do people who are accomplices to murders get away with things? Or, or, or uh, obviously, this isn't a, a, something as great as a wow. magnitude as a wow. murder. But Yankee fans think this is a murder breaking <laughs> yeah, yeah, from they Manscaped. Are, they are acting. They are acting like it. The fans at the stadium are acting like the it fans is a murder. At the but... stadium maybe need to tone it down like ten percent. And I'm not going to tell them what <laughs> yeah. they do or do not need to do, but yeah. like. At a certain point, if your whole... See, I don't like the Astros at all. I hate them. But if your whole personality is I hate Jose Altuve, like you might be 17 and you might want to reevaluate. Yeah. I mean, I love I love burying this team as, as best you can. They they deserve it. Um, but it, it, there comes a time where it's probably going to have to settle down a bit. We can't be too wrapped up in it. It was just good to get this out of the system because there hasn't been an opportunity where we, where we, will able, to, where we were able to face them. Um, and you know, the ticky tack arguments about, he wasn't that involved. Of course, he's not going to bring it down. Yeah. He was still an accomplice, just like AJ Hinch was an accomplice, even though he destroyed two TVs apparently to, to <laughs> stop the operation. I hate this. It's I'm so still... mad at the TVs. <laughs> it still happened. He still lost his job. He still got punished. That's just how life works. And now there's punishment coming down on the players who didn't have anything, who didn't, who didn't have any punishment to begin with because the league decided to let them off the hook. And then even worse, I don't know if we talked about it uh, on Wednesday, but uh, the Astros supposedly complaining to MLB because because the fucking fans were being too tough. You saw the security uh, at Yankee Stadium confiscating the uh, telling people to did they they told people to take off the costumes. Right. Some guy was wearing like an Oscar the Grouch suit. um, Yeah. He had to bury it like up the hill. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't wear we couldn't wear Oscar the Grouch Sesame Street suits uh, because it was too insulting for the little Astros. And then they're and then they're making fun of people for sneaking in inflatable garbage bags uh, or garbage cans, which also got confiscated when they started bouncing around the bleachers. 
Um, but there, yeah, there was a, what SI reported that um, the Astros had complained. And then and I guess the Yankees ramped up the security to, to try and get this to stop. Uh, it didn't really work because they were chanting fuck your birthday on Thursday to Altuve because it was yeah. his birthday, Funny. Uh, which was fun. He, he got the last laugh. Good for him. But yes, he did. Um, yeah, you know what? We'll put it we'll put it in the rear view. Uh, I think it's out, out of our system for the most part now. But uh, hey, if this comes around again, playoff time, probably going to be a different story. I don't think anyone's going to be left off, let off the hook at that point. No, it's it is funny. Everything the Astros do. I, I'm really supposed to believe AJ Hinch is the most ineffectual manager of all time. Like he's both. <laughs> He both has the most power in the dugout and like is one of MLB's best managers, but he hates something going on in his own clubhouse and he's breaking TVs and he's like, don't do this. And then he leaves the room and Alex Cora is like, yeah, we're going to do it though, right? And everybody <laughs>, laughs like, is that really what I'm supposed to believe happened? Because I don't believe that. Um, it's funny. Everything the Astros do is, is a PR push. You know, Rob Manfred doesn't punish them. But now that they're being punished by fans, they're like, Rob, can you please make the trash cans go away? They'd fire their manager and hire a manager everyone likes in Dusty Baker to now paper over their PR wound, but also make Dusty Baker go talk to the media and be like, I think people are being pretty rude to Altuve. And then a bunch of Yankee fans are dunking on him. And like they're dunking on someone who definitely wasn't involved in 2017 and who the Astros just hired to be a sacrificial lamb for the whole, like go out there, Dusty. Yeah. Go defend the cheating that you definitely wouldn't have enjoyed if you were not, you're not managing the Astros then. And you are now. So go defend some random stuff from four years ago. Like I don't respect any way about how the Astros have gone about things from their blatant tank to Brandon Tomman yelling that he's so fucking glad they got a domestic abuser at female reporters to where we are now. Um, I don't think they deserve a redemption arc. And guess what? Let their fans take some sort of victory lap for winning one game. I would have if the Yankees had lost the first two and won the third. I would have been pretty pumped about that because that's what happens when you win two and then lose the third. Like, in order, someone leaves happy who was angry the previous two days. Someone who was happy in the first two days leaves the series upset. That's how it goes. Somehow the Yankees keep managing to do this, leaving objectively good series, series wins by losing the third or punting the third or the bullpen blows the third. It really would be nice to have just lost this game 9-2. And I don't think I'm alone in saying, like Garrett Cole goes yeah. six shutout, bullpen comes in, Wandy Peralta gives up two grand slams. Yankees <laughs> <He's laughs> lose 9-2. I'd be like, all right, well, they got one. But unfortunately, we, we wrap it up with the Altuve redemption arc and all that garbage. But I, I think most Yankee fans see through it, don't really care. Pretty, you know, pretty damn good job by the New York Yankees. Yeah, I love it. And guess what? We got some favorable pitching matchups this weekend against the Nats. Uh, who's Do we? Working. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, we got Cor Max Scherzer in the mix. Scherzer's in, it's Scherzer Kluber, which, hey, if Kluber's pitching on this kind of trajectory he's been, I like that matchup. Joe Ross, not that great. Patrick Corbin has been really bad this year. Yeah, um, that that's the true thing. If Patrick yeah, Corbin wants and that's to keep down, scary, but yeah, eight point one zero ERA and a one point six seven WHIP, just totally not good. Um, Kluber Scherzer is the one we got to look at, but Joe Ross four point three nine ERA, one point two four WHIP, not great, nothing special. Um, and that that one's on Sunday. Kluber Scherzer on Saturday, which should be fun. Um, but. Yeah, I'm not not entirely worried. Next week, we'll we'll certainly be getting into it because we got the Rays coming up. Uh, I I know it's frustrating that the you could theoretically say the momentum was killed with this last loss, but I'm not viewing it that way. I like Hicks heating up a little bit. I know the injuries are going to be a pain in the ass, especially if uh, Geo has to hit the IL. That's going to complicate a little bit uh, of the way they could shuffle the infield because we don't have Odor for a little while either. Um, but 
we've seen in years past, the team kind of ramps it up when they're injured. I know we don't have the bench that we used to, but you never know. Someone could step it up. Derek Dietrich could just constantly get hit by pitches and walk runs in. Uh, I don't know, but I'm certainly feeling good going into this Nats series. The Nats haven't entirely been playing great baseball. They're just totally an okay team. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm happy. I'm going to enjoy my pizza. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to laugh at the Astros for losing. I'm going to laugh at the Astros for thinking that they 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 got a series win after just narrowly avoiding a sweep. Um, because, like I said, that feels just as good. We beat them down mentally to the point where they cried about being heckled, and then they acted as if salvaging the third game of a series to avoid a sweep uh meant that they swept the four game series so i'm all good man i'm not gonna be mad I'm just not gonna do it yeah you know who did, to be fair though kicked our ass this week oh miles straw man. oh miles straw. <laughs> that guy had every right to talk crap coming into this series he was awesome that pop out to left that one walk he took that pop out to center that guy was all over the field uh, I don't think he's going to ask us to boo him next time we we play that team. I, I think Miles Straw is going to rethink being the spokesperson for the Houston Astros. I don't know why he did that, but uh, best of luck, Houston. You're gone. Goodbye. We won two out of three. We will see you on Monday. Until next time, I'm Adam Weinerb. I've been Adam Weinerb. You can find me on Twitter at Adam Weinerb. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever those podcasts drop. That's where we will be. Thomas Carinante, where can they find you? At Tommy's underscore takes. We're here for all the discourse, baby. Head on over to yanksyard.com. We got all more anti-Astros content coming for you. So please give us the clicks. Talk to us. And uh, also at the official Yanks Go Yard Twitter account at Yanks Go Yard FS. We're there every day. We're there during the games. We're there to have fun. Um, and until then, everyone, enjoy your pizza Friday. Have a great weekend. Let's get another series win against the Nats, baby. Enjoy your pizza Friday. Ain't nothing wrong with a pizza Friday after beating the Astros in a series, which counts. See ya. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know? A driveway basketball hoop, including the base, weighs around 400 pounds. Something you probably do know? There's a windstorm coming. Something you probably don't know? A basketball hoop tipping over can poke a hole in a car roof like a can opener. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.